We get that life gets hectic, but we do have a massive favour to ask you. We know that you can multitask, so pretty please, while you listen to this episode, could you do the following? In the show notes is a link. And if you click on the link, you could win $100 million. I mean, that's a lie, but it will take you to a poll and that poll will help us make the podcast better. We can't give away $100 million, but we can give away some TDA hoodies. It's literally four questions. You'll be done by the time we get through the headlines, which we're about to read you. Ready? Ready. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It is Tuesday the 9th of August. I'm Sam. And I'm Zara. And today we're talking about porn and who exactly is responsible for keeping it a safe and legal environment. Now, I've been looking at a court ruling in the US which found that Visa, as in the payments platform, could be sued for conspiring to profit from child abuse material posted to Pornhub. But how has it gotten to this point? And why is Visa being held accountable for material uploaded to the website? We'll get into all of that in the deep dive, but first, let's do the headlines. Starting off the headlines with a story that we have spoken about a number of times on this podcast, it relates to John Barillaro and his New York trade posting. So yesterday we heard from the former Deputy Premier himself. He revealed to an inquiry that he wished he'd never applied for the job amid the controversy that has followed. And he said that he originally intended on leaving politics in June 2021. That was four months before he actually did so. At the inquiry, Barillaro also said that he'd told the current New South Wales Premier, Dominic Perrottet, about his application on one occasion and said that he absolutely understood why there was suspicion about his job. The Chinese embassy in Australia has lashed back at the Australian government's concerns that China's military exercises around Taiwan's coastline are getting a little bit out of hand, saying that China is, quote, the victim of political provocation and that Australia, quote, has condemned the victim. Now, this all comes on the back of Foreign Affairs Minister Penny Wong saying last week that the exercises are disproportionate and destabilising and that she had passed these concerns on to her Chinese counterparts. Plenty of diplomatic friction there. Elon Musk has challenged Twitter's CEO, his name is Parag Arawal, to a public debate on the number of bot accounts that exist on the social media platform, on Twitter. It comes as part of a months-long dispute between the billionaire and the social media company after Musk's initial agreement to purchase or to buy Twitter was threatened by disputes over the number of spam accounts that exist across the platform. And some good news to wrap up your Tuesday. Australia has registered another unbelievably successful Commonwealth Games. They finished on top of the ladder for the second consecutive Games and keeping in mind that the next Games is actually in Victoria in four years. On Sunday, Australia became the first Commonwealth nation to reach 1,000 all-time gold medals after the Diamonds netball team defeated Jamaica 55-51 in the final. That was on the back of success from the T20 women's cricket team earlier that day. Just a quick trigger warning, this episode deals with sexual assault. Okay, so Sam, at the top of this, you mentioned that we were talking about Pornhub and we were also talking about Visa. Why are we talking about both of these parties today? We're talking about it because there was a court case in the US that handed down a verdict that not many people saw coming. And that's actually about who's responsible for the uploading of videos that shouldn't be on the internet. If people aren't familiar with Pornhub, can you just explain a bit about the platform and kind of the sheer magnitude of the audience that goes to this website? It's absolutely massive. The website gets 3.5 billion visits a month. That's insane. On one ranking, Pornhub is the 14th most visited website in the world. 
So it's clearly got a huge audience and Pornhub in the same way that YouTube functions can allow people to actually upload stuff to the website. So it can be individual people uploading things, not just a central body or a central platform. Exactly. So let me go back a few steps. It all starts with a woman called Serena Fletes. In 2014, when she was 13 years old, her then boyfriend pressured her into making a sexually explicit video and he posted it onto Pornhub. And the video is being watched by hundreds of thousands of people. By the time Fletes even found it, it already had racked up 400,000 views. And she was 13 years old when this happened. So she was very much a minor who hadn't uploaded this herself. It had been uploaded of her without her knowledge, right? And it had massive implications for her. The New York Times covered this story in a lot of detail and... And Fletes talked about how being at school became a totally toxic environment. People started blackmailing her and shaming her. And of course, this had a massive impact on her mental health. I don't think any of us can really imagine how bad this would have been for somebody so young. And so while all of these things were happening, how did she deal with it? She was very proactive. She contacted MindGeek. Now, MindGeek is the name of the parent company that has an umbrella of pornography sites, of which Pornhub is the biggest one. And she informed them that the video was child exploitation material, but it still took a few weeks for it to be taken down. Now, according to court documents, this video was saved by people and then uploaded in different forms. One particular video got 2.7 million views. And Fletes alleges videos of her were still available on the website as recently as June 2020. Okay, so she went to MindGeek, requested that these videos be taken down. They kept popping up. What happened then? Well, she took them to court and she didn't just bring a case against MindGeek, but also Visa as well. And this is where the story really does take a bit of a weird turn, but it's super interesting. So to understand what Visa has to do with this, you have to think about the revenue model of MindGeek's websites. They make money by advertising alongside their videos. And so ultimately, MindGeek is being accused of knowingly monetizing, as in financially benefiting from this child abuse material. Okay, so then what does Visa have to do with this? Why are we talking about them? Well, Fletes involved them as a party in this lawsuit, but she didn't allege that Visa was necessarily profiting in the same way off the child abuse material. Instead, they provided some of the tools that allowed the website to make so much money from this material that shouldn't have been there. So are you saying that Visa was processing ad purchases through Pornhub? Exactly. And Fletes alleges that Visa knew that MindGeek published a substantial amount of child exploitation material on its websites. But even though they knew, they didn't really take any steps to limit where their transactions would be occurring. So we've got these two parties in the case. Has the court ruled one way or another? Well, we actually haven't really gotten to the trial point, which is the scary thing in terms of how long this is going to take for Flatez. The first action that was brought in the court was from Visa, and they basically sought to be dismissed from the case. So their argument they put forward to the judge is we shouldn't be here. But the judge ruled in favour of Flatez. They said that Visa would have to be a defendant in this case because there was reasonable evidence that Visa did know that MindGeek was using this website to host child abuse material. Okay, so Visa remains a party to this case. What now for them? We go to trial and Visa will have to be there to defend themselves and their behaviour in this situation. Now, it's worth saying here that Visa maintains they've done nothing wrong and that they disagree with the judge and are confident that they'll be able to uh, successfully defend themselves in court. 
But whilst all this has been happening, there's been a very interesting side development, and that is that both Visa and MasterCard, so two of the really massive financial players in the market, have announced that they're suspending ties with MindGeek's advertising arm because of this decision. And what that basically means in practice is that a Visa card or a MasterCard can't be used anymore to buy advertising on the site. This isn't actually the first time that they've suspended their dealings with MindGeek. Back in 2020, they made similar announcements after the emergence of some allegations of child abuse on Pornhub. And when they made this announcement back in 2020, it had an immediate impact. MindGeek pulled 80% of its unverified content in order to get Visa and MasterCard to restore their services, which they did a few weeks later. But two years later, we're in the same position again. I find this story really interesting because while I've certainly thought about and read about the really problematic areas of pornography and especially as it pertains to the online world, haven't really thought about the payments platforms and how they might interact with this. Definitely. And I think when there's so much money to be made, things can get blurred for a very long time for these massive corporate entities. But ultimately now Visa has to stand up in court and defend its behaviour. Before we go, a quick reminder about our podcast survey. It's live and you can find the link to it in our show notes. We've been really overwhelmed at the response so far. It's so awesome to see. There is still time to respond. So let us know if you love us, hate us or somewhere in between. As we said yesterday, we're going to give away a hoodie every day. And today, the lucky winner is Liz Perry, L-Dog, the L-Train, the Perry Meister. Shout out if you're listening and uh, keep an eye on your inbox. An email from us is coming your way. Thanks for listening and have a great day. 